Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Dead in Hip Hop, review Terrace Martin Village Days. So if you follow the Dead in Hip Hop podcast feed, you will know that me and Ken are undertaking a review a day. So all of 2021, we are going to do a audio review. However, some of them will be track by track. So we're going to listen to it. You're going to listen to it with us. And then... We're also going to have this video. So for all of our patrons, you're welcome. And thank you for being a patron. Um, so obviously, with the last live that we did with the classics, we told you all that we always have ideas and trying to get a little bit more to you guys. But obviously, between our nine to fives and our work lives and our personal lives and things like that and COVID and the pandemic and a whole bunch of other stuff, sometimes things get difficult. So we have this goal of a review a day. We may or may not hit it, but we are definitely going to give it our all. Um, and in that, we want to be able to give you guys different creative content. We don't just want to keep regurgitating the same stuff. So um, on this Terrence Martin project, um, Village Days, not only are we going to listen to every track and then give you our thoughts of that track, you're also going to get the video. Uh, I'm not sure if Ken is going to edit it down. We may just give you the raw footage so that way you guys just see how we do what we does. And we're going to start, man. Yeah, let's get to it. All right. So the first joint is um, it's called Neighborhood and it features Kent Jams and uh, Nick Grant. I love Nick Grant, by the mm. way. I think he's one of the most underrated guys in hip hop. But that's neither here nor there. Let's see how this track plays out. Lately, I've been saving all my money. Yeah, I'm not saying just get stitches. Yeah, say I've been living with that dog. If you got it, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, I'm with the money. Okay. 
back. Bring it back. Bring it back. There we go. Did he change it up? Nick Grant. The first one was Kent Jams. No, did he change up the beat? Yeah, it's a little. It's a. Okay. It's more boom bap ish. Zap going, boy. the first track all right there's a lot happening a, a lot happened so i, I think i think that's a great way to to start a project especially when it's so short mm-hmm. right like obviously an ep is already designed to capture your attention relatively quickly and that track did that mm-hmm. yeah yeah it did like i love the setup mm-hmm. uh into like when the drums came in because mm-hmm. you know Kent James is cool. I think we reviewed something of his before. Yeah, yeah, we did it with Nick. It was yeah, an audio yeah, review. yeah, yeah. So he was cool, but I just I wasn't digging like that whole part initially. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think overall, I think I don't necessarily like it um, in the track, but I think it's a good setup to the parts that I do like, and it works within the confines of the track, which is really, really weird because it's a part that I that I became okay with, but I'm only okay with it because it's a bridge to the part that I really like when the drums come in. Yeah, when 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 they switched it up for Nick. Yeah. Um, so so I, you know, for me, um, I like I like the entire track. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I do prefer, you know, when you got uh, the different hi hats and the different drums um, on Nick's part when they when Terrace switched it up for him. Mm-hmm. But 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 I but I I enjoy the whole setup. Mm. Um, and I and I feel it's kind of like it went from like smooth to more gritty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then also I love the the West Coast influence, right? Because it took me back to '90s West Coast mm-hmm. when 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 Dr. Dre was kind of. Uh, um, making that what 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 that G funk is, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like like perfecting that G funk. And even though this is, I'm not saying this is G funk, but that noise, that vocoder that he had in there throughout the whole thing, it just t- it takes me back to that type of West Coast. So I like the fact that it had like it's bringing you back. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like it's 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 now it's definitely current and it's 2021, but it's it's it gives you that feel of old school at the same time. Yeah, I think what what I got from that track is the. Um it's just Terrence Martin, man, being able to kind of do different things with, Beast. with, yeah, with the music by having that part, throwing it because that I, I did, I did not see the drums coming at all. I thought mm-hmm. this was going to be a track I, I didn't like, but I love the way he flipped it up with Nick Grant, yeah. and it came in and and you know if you guys can see the video, like I perked up, yeah. and then it went out, and then I kind of like okay, but then I started to kind of accept it. And then it came back, but I think he switched up the drum pattern. Yeah. I have to listen to it again on the second one, which I was asking mm-hmm. about. But I loved how I loved how he took time to use the last part of the track with the spoken word piece and the and the zap, you know, influence with with the with the vocoder to kind of just break it all down. It's like yeah. the build down, and then he set up the theme of the overall EP with her part. One hundred percent, and I think. Um both of those parts, they like he just set it up perfect for the artist because mm-hmm. Ket Jams, his voice is very smooth. Yep. And Nick Grant is very boom bapish. Yep. So he gave him those those hi hats at the da 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 You know yep. what I'm saying? That boom bap type shit. So it fit both artists, even though it was in the same song. And neither one of them. Yeah, Kent James, Kent James Jams is from the West Coast, mm-hmm. but Nick Grant is from Carolina, right? Like he's from the South, ain't he? Or he from out there too? I'm not 100 percent sure. But, but he either was good, way, though. I like it. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. All right, so the next joint is called "The Voice of King Nipsey." All right, this is interesting. Interesting title.
times like these, when you get to see your village, when you get to see your face and everyone who dwells within it, you get to feel your space amongst the bass and the telling drum, this musical DNA, the only thing that ain't undone or taken away from us. This place is just home. Man. Yeah. What that, a- yeah, it was powerful. Um, I remember, because this is my second time listening to it. Um, I've, I've listened to it like one and a half times. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that in the car, I, I didn't... Typically, you know, the first listen, I don't even look at the track list, so I didn't even know that that was called, um, you know, the um, the damn, voice of King Nip- the Nipsey. Vo- the voice of King Nipsey. But I remember listening to that, and I was like, man, this is super dope. You know, Terrace and Gray Matter did their thing, but you know, when the lady came back in at the end, and and it really resonated with me when she said, "You gotta be and not just do," and it hit me so hard because. I always personally feel like I'm just, I'm always on the run. Like I, I, I gotta do, you know, I have a nine to five, but at my nine to five, I had a lot of responsibilities and I'm always doing for others, others, mm. others doing this, doing this for my wife, doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this. And it's like, I rarely get the the moment to just be, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and when she said that, it, you know, and, and, and I think it, it, it could mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people. And, and I know for me is like, oftentimes I'm not present in the moment because I'm just doing what is required of me mm-hmm. instead of soaking in what I have done, who I am, and just having a self-awareness. Like oftentimes I'm, I'm you know, my wife says it all the time. I'm just, I'm just going through life. I'm just floating. And I, I don't take enough time to just stop and really assess where I am and what I'm actually doing. Mm-hmm. So that shit hit. That shit hit me, man. Yeah, when you look back on last year and um, you look back on the losses that we, we had with Kobe and, and, you know, we just found out Emma Doom died October 31st, RIP. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and just the, the hundreds of thousands of people that died from COVID, man. Like, that word, that, that phrase, that sentence resonates a lot because there were a lot of people that were just doing that, just doing stuff and didn't know that the end was right around the corner. So when you apply that to to Nipsey, Nipsey was, I felt like doing both. Yes. Yeah. He he was a man of his word, um, but he was also extremely self-aware. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think that's the, that's part that's part of what always attracted me to his message because it, it wasn't just about the future. It was about the right now. What are we mm-hmm. doing right now? But also being aware enough to know what his shortcomings are. You know, I can't do it all, but I know what I can do. You know, um, and, and if you watch Nipsey interviews and stuff, he talks a lot about his team um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, like like that 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 was extremely powerful. Um, and, and I just wanted to kind of deviate just real quick, too, um, I guess because this is a little bit more in detail. And y'all already know my phrase, bumping the whip. That Monte Carlo SS on the motherfucking album cover is super Bro. fucking dope. Super dope. I was like, looking at that. I don't know who, um, I don't know whose car it is. I don't know, you know, it, it may be Terrace Martin or somebody else, or they might have rented it or whatever, but whoever modified that vehicle, 
they did their damn thing because not only did they restore it to pristine condition, the wheels, the pinstripe, you know what I'm saying, to match mm. the, the the actual pinstripe on the Monte Carlos. That's actually one of my favorite cars. You know, like growing up, I've always been a car person. I've been, mm. I was a car little boy. I became a car man. And that was one of those cars growing up that I always saw that I always wanted. I'm like, when I grow up and I can get a car, that's the car I want. So, you know, if I ever become rich um, and I have the means to buy every fucking car I want, a Monte Carlo SS is one mm. of them that's going to be in the stable. So just wanted to get that out there because that's super dope. Yeah, I felt that was a very beautiful track. Um, and I, I felt like the drums represented like the tempo of, of life and kind of like Nipsey's life, man. Mm-hmm. And just how frenetic, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it could have been or was. Had to be. Look, man, he's a rolling 60 crip, Mm -hmm. you know, so so certain aspects of his life, just what we deem normal is not normal. Like like what he had to normalize is not normal for society. Um, And and and, you know, I grew up in the hood. I was never involved with a gang, but I know the type of anxiety that I dealt with. Now that I'm I'm older mm. and I know what anxiety is, as a kid you you don't know what it is and you don't know how to rationalize it, um, and some people under learn how to control it mm-hmm. because anxiety is isn't always a bad thing. It could be a, a motivating thing, um, but but yeah, I I definitely agree with you. The, the the way that the drums hit it was definitely frenetic. The way it kind of like eased into it, but then it slowed mm-hmm. down again and then it sped up like right before possibly him passing. Yeah, yeah, you know? and I like. You know, when she came in once again to close it, I think she kind of really summed up part of what Nitsi was doing when he lived was, and that's building up that village. Yep. And yep. you know, he was yep. he was taking everything that he was doing and and building up right like back. his village and stuff like that. So yeah, very 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 good track. Yeah. All right. So the next one up is Money Up featuring Rex Life Raj. Hopefully, I said that right.
nice little bouncy, groovy track. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's a good change of pace. Yeah, yeah, because you know. it was heavy. Yeah, and, and just lighting the mood back up. I thought it was also interesting. It's called Money Up, and you know, Nipsey's thing is all money in, and mm. money out. You know, I don't even think about that. And, and also, you know, um, <laughs> listening to this man, it it, it it just literally took me back uh, to a moment that I had back when I was in high school. Um, you know, my dad at this point was kind of, my parents divorced, mm -hmm. and um, I didn't really, like, I never had a consistent male figure in my life growing mm -hmm. up. And um, one of those people was my basketball coach, uh, James Battle. I'll never forget him, man. Like, he, he, he taught me a lot in a very short amount of time. And um, I'll never forget, he was taking me home one day from basketball practice, and he told me, Never chase women, chase mm. the money because the because the money brings the women, you know, and at 15, 16, like, you know, like I heard him, but I was like, how do I apply that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I ain't got to work. I, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm too young to really apply that. Um, but it always stuck with me. He was one of the first people to ever tell me that. And just listening to this track just brought me back right mm -hmm. there to that moment, you know, so. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I never heard of uh, Rhett's life, Raj, but um, but I'd definitely be interested in checking out mo uh, more because I think uh, they did the vocals on here, they or he. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was a good change of pace because the first tracks were, one, I think the first one was five minutes, the second one was six. six. This was just two. two. Yeah. So, so you know, yep, yep, yep. So it kind of gives you a break, but still, almost like a intermission. Yep. Intermission. Yep, so yep, yep. Yeah, send you up for Act Two. Yep. Yep, I All dig right. it. So the next track is called Always On My Mind. It's Terrace Martin and Alex Isley. Always on my mind. You're always on my mind.
God, man, like this dude, man. <laughs> to, so, <laughs> like, whoever this is, man, to have that person tie in these songs to the overall thing, I, I think it's just, it's, it's beautiful. So, obviously, Osley is a very recognizable last name. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I was like, Alice Osley, there's no way that she's from the Osley brother lineage, which she is, Ernie Osley is her dad. I thought it may have been Ronald, but it wasn't. Um, and in in this song, there was a moment where Terrence Martin used either instrument or his voice to kind of throw in like a little fan service of, of Isley's like falsetto. It's like in the middle of the track, mm -hmm. uh, which I thought was really, really dope. And the other thing is, I didn't even know this was a remake. Um, Cause yes. I actually have Brandy's album that this song is on. I haven't listened to it in like probably a decade, mm -hmm. but it's a remake of her song. I was just oh, wow. looking it up and yeah, and I, I saw that. And the thing about it is that um, when you listen to the original, of course it's Brandy, so it's obviously R&B, mm -hmm. but the fact that he heard the, the jazz interpretation in that track is incredible. And her voice is almost like a, 
almost like right fits right in with Brandy because mm-hmm. she damn near sounds like Brandy. So, um, but yeah, I don't know how he heard that in there, but that was incredible. And the last thing I'll say is the way he uses drums mm-hmm. and tempo, like nothing is ever stable. Nothing is ever no. like one, two, three, four. Yeah, you, you, it's you, beautiful. You man. know what it does? It messes with your emotions. Yeah, like, like it, it's you know because you you hear rhythm has a it, there's a tempo mm-hmm. and once you kind of get the rhythm then you're you're settled with the track. Yep. And this entire project, there's nothing settling Mm-mm. about it. I, I would say the most settling track was Money Up. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that was a good intermission. Like it, it kind of like okay, we're really heavy. We're gonna start off heavy because this is about the village and obviously we lost a lot of people. We're gonna mellow you out. And then when always on my mind comes, like, you know, it's old or um, it's just reverence to those people that we lost, you know. And and again, because the the, the music plays with your emotions, unsettling is the perfect word because 2020 has been nothing Mm. but Mm. unsettling. You lost a lot of villages. A lot of villages. We lost a lot of chiefs of those villages as well. Um, and, and, And this music directly reflects that like it it, it it emotionally it makes you feel that something's not right and mm-hmm. and, and the crazy part about it is alex's voice is so soothing mm-hmm. it's it's so smooth and jazzy but at the same time it's so unwrestling like like it's like like you just you feel uncomfortable it you it's like being perfectly uncomfortable mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and, and i think that when you're talking about music, that's extremely difficult to do. That to me, that's the difference between a musician and a beat maker. And there, and I'm not being disrespectful to beat makers. There's super dope beat makers. You know what I'm saying? But this is just another level of music production. Mm-hmm. All right. So that leads into the title track, Village Days. We'll be back after this quick break. All right. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
Mm. <laughs> another another segue. Yeah. Groovy though. That was, that was a good mm-hmm. groove. Um you can kind of get in and, and and get out. Uh it sounded a bit like an improv like they just came up with it. Mm-hmm. And he just grabbed the saxophone and just started kind of just riffing. Um but I once again the drums are in the forefront like his front and center presented front and center and the saxophone is saxophone is kind of like in the rear but it's coming off always on my mind where where she you know they're they're talking about remembering the people that you lost Mm -hmm. and it sounds like this track was reflecting on that but there was like this heartache and pain and the 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 saxophone was them just kind of just letting that out it just kind of in it just in the back and and just like man, it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you went there because that's why I, I was like, hold on, can I, I hope you get to what like this really <laughs> felt like. But yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. Like it, it, you know, man, like listening to this and breaking it down the way we're breaking it down, like it's just it's taking me places mm-hmm. because you know, obviously, all of our 2020s have been you know kind of crazy, and you know, in 2019, man, I lost my grandma, and um. You know, over this holiday, I spent the night at my mom's house and I was telling her, like, I don't always remember all of those wise sayings that, Mm. you know, she gave me. Like, I have memories, I have vivid memories, but I don't always remember, like, the things that she said. And this made me feel like, you know, reminiscing those those moments with her, you know, and, and just you know, feeling that pain of not having her, but also feeling the joy of having had her in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that there's always a duality in everything, and, mm-hmm. and that's that duality, and that and that's the pain and joy that you feel of that song. Yep. Right. All right, uh, the next one, Never Saw It Coming. So this features Terrace Martin. Uh, wait, hold on, it's a lot of people. It, Go listen to it because it has to scroll before I can see all of these people on here. But it's called Never Saw It Coming.
exactly paved all the moves you made, working well into the night and sleeping well into the day. I didn't understand before, but I'm understanding now. At times you gave what you ain't even have to give. And I still can't figure how. How we made it. But we made it. You made life possible for me. And I never saw God put that cape underneath our little tree, but goodness, he must have. <laughs> and I just laugh. Oh, man, I laugh at that picture. You make these days still worth getting into. Thank you. Man. Man, this dude, man. <laughs> Hey, hey, you know what? Look, look. He, he. Um, we we didn't necessarily introduce the title all the way correctly. Obviously, I just said Village Days. But if you look at the album cover, it says Sounds of Crenshaw. I see that. Presents Village Days, a Terrence Martin project. So, so, so this feels like a movie. It feels like an audio movie, um, and just his interpretation of a village called Crenshaw. And what that Crenshaw Village has had to deal with, mm-hmm. you know, overall. Um, and in, in this track, you know, um, never saw it coming. It was very, again, like mm. heavy, heavy, man. Uh, because no, when 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 everything started to happen, like obviously we nobody saw it coming. But the fact that a lot of us. You know, um, and I could say a lot of the people in my circle, like, were here. And Mm -hmm. I I didn't know how the hell we was going to get here. Um, And I feel that, you know, a lot of people, even though I may not know everything that you and your uh, situation can, that you had to go through, but I know that, you know, there were sacrifices that had to be made. Um, And, and, you know, necessary sacrifices to get to where we are right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, it's just, man... I don't know, like this, this, this album. When I listened to it in the car, that first time, it it, it didn't hit me this heavy, you know, like because I, I I wasn't listening to it to digest it mm-hmm. and to review it. I was just listening for the sounds, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, it sounds like Terrence Martin, cool. But I, but man, like this is this is something just profound, like. Yeah, I was looking back on. So I, I have this app on my phone. It's called Life Cycle. Mm-hmm. and it just tracks my day-to-day activity. So it sums it up by day, month, and then the year. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was just looking back on 2020, and the first three months were really interesting because we never saw COVID coming, which mm-hmm. is the, pretty mm-hmm. much the thing of 2020. February, I was out the most. January, fe- January, February, out the most. And then you can kind of see things slow down in March. And then in April, mm. looking at the app, things just stopped. I didn't leave the house for like 20 days or something mm. like that. It was really interesting to look at just how things just paused mm. like that. Um, you know, and that's what, and you kind of go to the end of the track. Like, thing, it just stopped Stop. and paused, mm-hmm. the sudden ending. But the way that, once again, this person, whoever's, I really forgot her name, but mm. she was, she they just, whoever wrote that just, did a really great job of just summing up each track. And I think what I liked about this one was I love the tempo. I love the sultry vocals that 
they had, and it, it was upbeat. It was uplifting. It was like mm-hmm. we gave you a lot of heavy shit, mm-hmm. um, but we kind of kind of bring you out of that and just kind of make things a little bit more pleasant for a minute because we're going to break it back down again because that's just life. But you could dance to it. It has a two-step mm-hmm. thing to it. Um, and I love just, again, just what he does with music. I, I love the pause that he had, you know, before the, the beat kind of started to break down again. Mm-hmm. And he does a really good job of catching me off guard with the thing he does musically. Because um, there's, there's a pattern to what he does, but then there isn't. And, like, I'll find myself, like, music is, is – you know, there's a lot of things that happen. You can predict where, where things mm-hmm. go, especially with tempo. But he does a good job of just like where I think things are going to stop or where I think a, a note or a horn is going to stop. It really doesn't or it doesn't start where I think it's going to start. Mm-hmm. And I love that um, because that, 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 that tells me that he's he's really experimenting and playing with the way things could go. And I, you know, as a person that, you know, played, um, you know, as a person that was in the band who played the drums and stuff like that, like you know, who listens to music, like, I love that because it kind of, it gets you, it, it like, when I think about jazz and, and jazz in particular, mm-hmm. it's like, there's not really a lot you can do with it because a lot of the elders did a lot with, it. like, Ornette Coleman did a lot of the experimentation in jazz and stuff like that. He's finding ways to do something different. So to combine R&B with jazz and this narration to tell this story of a village in like right at 30 minutes is, is just remarkable to me. And um, I mean, he's, he's one of the, the greats that is, that's doing it today, him and Kamasi Washington. So, and you know, something that you said that, um, you know, he's telling the story of this particular village, but it also applies to the village of the world, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, this is individual and it's general at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, when you hit a lot of different points like that, um, obviously it makes it more um, um, accessible, accessible yeah. um, you know, for, 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 for people to consume. But at the same time, you can personalize it mm-hmm. and, and it allows you to genuinely reflect on, you know, the things that have happened to you specifically. But then you can look at the macro and look at, damn, look at how this has affected everybody. But then at the same time, think about what he's talking about in just in terms of Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's you know, it, it's, it's, it's really good. It's really good work, man. Really good work. All right. So the last track, the Christmas song featuring Alex Isley.
That is the boring old ass song that uh, Sammy Davis Jr. And, and all the white artists used to do back in the day, like Frank Sinatra and and the like. But nevertheless, I love the interpretation of it. Gave it a new intro. I think she did a really great job of um, singing singing the actual song. Um, uh, it leaned heavy uh, on keys. Um, no drums, which since the EP was like laden with drums to kind of do this song without drums, I thought was an interesting choice. Um, uh, but I love the way he used that saxophone and the way it kind of crept in on the second verse. Um, and then just, you know, was present throughout from what I remember. And, um, once again, I think he just took a boring ass song, man, and, and made it special. And uh, the last thing I'll say, you know, about this song that while listening to it, it made me just do some more research is that apparently Alex Osley has three albums out that I didn't know about. So I got to get on that and listen to what, what she does, you know, with her own stuff. That's so, uh, but yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a nice closing. It was a nice closing because it made me feel like it was a lullaby. Mm. It made me feel like it's time to go to sleep because tomorrow's going to be better. You know, and for something this heavy and, you know, it's kind of like that's all we can do, you know, um, is pray for a better day, pray for better times, do what you can in terms of what, you know, you can do uh, responsibly and, and, you know, tomorrow will be a better day. And that's how, that's what I took from it. And, and that saxophone, that's really what it made me, you know, um, that's what it made me feel. And then, you know, her voice was so light and feathery. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of like you could feel the, the the pain of everything that has happened. But it's kind of like it's so her voice is still so beautiful that you feel that it's still going to be OK, mm-hmm. you know, which is, you know. And, and, and I think, you know, sometimes, man, like being able to tell stories without saying it. You know, like, and obviously everybody listens to music different. So what we feel and how we're interpreting these songs, people can interpret it different ways. And I'm not saying that we're 100% right or anything like that. It's just our interpretation. But, you know, there's a lot of innuendo happening in this album. You Mm -hmm. know, there's a lot of free space for you to apply to you, you know. And and I think that he did a marvelous job with that. Um, and just being able to narrate again, I'm not going to go back to what I said in the previous track, but amazing, amazing project, man. 
and it's a, it's way deeper than I thought. <laughs> it's way deeper than I thought. Um, and you know, it, it, it's just again when you look at the the album cover, you you would never think that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know when you think of Crenshaw, you don't think this. Mm-mm. You know, so um, it's just it's beautiful all the way around. You know, it just shows how multifaceted melanated people are. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I think this was a a beautiful EP that um that took chances in places where um Terrence can take chances, you know, in and made it sound great, different. Um and, you know, I think they told a a, a good story just about the village mm-hmm. and it feels like it kind of wrapped up or summed up parts of 2020. Yeah. You know, listening to this on the first day of 2021, January 1st. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I hope the people enjoyed this. And I already shared this with, like, I shared it with my wife and um, and two other people. Already. Already, man. Because <laughs> they, they like jazz, and I think yeah. they'll appreciate, you know, this quick listen. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm glad we did this one. I, I, I enjoyed this. That's what's up. Well, look. Again, thank y'all, Patreon. Um, the video will come out to you guys. Uh, thank you, everybody, for supporting Dead in Hip Hop, every brand entity that we own and operate um, as well. And look, if you like this format, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up in the comments of the Patreon video. Just hit us up. Like, be interactive. Let us know. Because um, sometimes our ideas are great and amazing, and sometimes they fall flat on their face. And we don't always know that. We need you to tell us that. Uh, we definitely think this is a great idea. I enjoyed myself. I always enjoy doing these things, Ken. Um, you know, uh, but I like taking that extra step. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to the music right now together for the first time. Let's put it on video so that way you guys can see our reactions to it. Um, but yeah, man, for the next time, you know, uh, it's your boy FIFO 24-7 with Mr. Dead and Hip Hop himself, KB Eng, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.